Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quizzical. This is the podcast that has all of the questions, but history has proven, unfortunately, very few of the answers. But we'll see if we can change that today with Jodine Quinn. Yay! I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Oh, it's a pleasure. I live alone, so this is... Uh, <laughs> This is novel. And I know everyone goes, oh, it's just good to be out. But I really mean it. Do you, how many of the stereotypes of living alone do you live up to? Well, I don't have a cat. I have okay, a... So there's number one thank ruled you. out. Yeah, I've got a large dog. It's about... It'd probably be approximately seven and a half feral tabbies taped together <laughs> to make my dog. Is that what you've actually done or that's just a volume Oh, equivalence? yeah, I got it there and I tested it because I care about the native wildlife. Mm. No, yeah, I don't follow that many of the stereotypes, but um, it is nice to see humans. Have you done many quizzes? Do you like the Saturday quiz? Do you do the paper, the, the quiz in the paper? I do love a quiz, but it's probably time for me to come clean in that I I come from a very large family and we're all competitive mm-hmm. and we all think we're right. Uh, right. Which may explain a lot about my personality overall, if anybody's known me for a while. <laughs> so I'm wondering if, like, I should be trying to rein that in a bit, you know. Okay. Uh, shooting, shooting a bit lower today. I mean, because well, the stakes I- are raised when we give the answers at the end, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. That's like true. boldly going in confidently with an answer to a question that isn't corrected mm. with a fact later is one thing. Mm. But ending this show with ten facts yes. <laughs> <laughs> that you've confidently answered to is a different equation, isn't it, than well, family dinner. That's right. And I yep. think that the difference is that although we're all convinced that we're right about absolutely everything and are extremely sarcastic about mm. our rightness to all the other family members, it's tempered by an incredibly lacking sense of self-esteem. So yeah. <laughs> I think that's a balance. That's perfect. So shooting for a five. Yeah. Uh, shooting for five out of ten. Well, we have a brains trust here today to assist you. To, Good. I you know, need it. Reach the upper echelon 
which uh, last week we got to nine out of ten. <sighs> Came down to the final question. So as this well. is like a team effort. It's not competitive at all. It's no, just us. It's, we're all in it together. Fantastic. Yeah, we're all like, in it together. Like what my real family isn't, okay. including <laughs> including me. We don't. I don't know the answers till the end either. So great. We're, we'll all contribute, including our brains trust. And they've been on the show before. It's great to have them back. It's a big hello to Sherlock Holmes 2000. Emmentwee, dear Kylum. Emmentwee. <laughs> Welcome back, Sherlock. Thank you so much for taking more time out of your busy uh, detective schedule. Mm, quite a busy schedule of solving crimes. The last couple of months, what's, have you had some big crimes, any murders? That many you've mysteries, Kylum. Mm. As you know, I am Sherlock Holmes, but updated for a new generation. Yes. So Sherlock Holmes 2000. Thousand is here to assist. Great, I as much as they can. I can't think of anyone better. Unless- I should also tell you that, depending on the edit of the last episode, <laughs> I'm also a trained sexual educator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, and that was, I believe, I believe that went to air. Some of it, what was able to go to air, I believe, did. Um, so that's right. It's, and I'm glad you reminded me of that. So also you're a also, virgin. Yeah. Yes. You're a virgin, but trained sexual ed- educator. Self-trained, Carlin. That's correct. Yeah. And, and who have you assisted? Have, have you held many classes? Exactly, Carlin. I, I, as I said last time, which may have been cut out because you misinterpreted what I said and made me sound like a child molester. Well, let's not go back there. <laughs> Is I teach kids about how to put on a condom using a banana, not a penis. (laughs) Yes, that's right. So that might come up, so to speak, from time to time throughout the podcast. This isn't the first time that the banana and the condoms come up for me this week. Oh, wow. Are you also a trained sexual uh, educator? uh, Well, look, let's just say in the original (laughs) sense of the word amateur, (laughs) not paid but skilled. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, that's not it for the brain stuff today. Sherlock, you've actually also brought John Watson. No, I haven't, Kylum. He got lost along the way. I'm not sure where he went. We were on the tram together, and then I saw a very pretty lady. And I went and talked to her and said, Hey, baby, want to take my virginity? And she said, No, thanks. And I turned around, and Watson was gone. So what a, what a curious mystery. Exactly, Kylum. Perhaps my next mystery, who killed Watson if he's dead? So, so, which you don't know. Not yet. Not yet, even though you confidently just said that he is. If he's dead. I said, if he's dead, Kylum. Yes, but but just only to correct yourself, having made I did not correct myself, Kylum. I merely used intonation to obscure the mystery. Mm. Hmm. So very interesting and very curious. If he's not, so it's just you today, then. Correct, Kylum. Okay, I'm but sorry, Jordan. However, Kylum, I have a brain the size of fifteen mem. <laughs> so, if anything, this is unfair, and you should dock points prematurely. <laughs> Okay, well, I, I apologise profusely. Normally we have two people on the Brains Trust. Hey, it's fine. Uh, again, it's just nice to be in a room with people and <laughs> and only several as opposed to the millions that constitute my blood relatives. Well, I feel like this is great news, actually, because if it's a low score, we've got an excuse, and if it's a high score, it's like, holy hell. Yeah, I reckon we win both ways. Exactly. Let's see how we go. Question number one. What beginning with A refers to the mass of soft lymphoid tissue at the back of the throat behind 
the nose. What beginning with A refers to the mass of soft lymphoid tissue at the back of the throat behind the nose. Now, Sherlock Holmes 2000, does the soft lymphoid tissue at the back of the throat behind the nose come up in your sexual education classes? It does indeed, Kylem. It also happens to be another way to have a sex. Mmm, curious. So, what could soft it be? Lymphoid tissue. What could it be? Shall I give the answer? I would appreciate it. The word is the asshole. <laughs> So the arsehole refers to the mass of soft lymphoid tissue at the back of the throat behind Correct, those. Correct, Most people don't know this, but somebody who has studied anatomy as extensively yes. as me. Look, I'm happy to follow this to its logical conclusion or colonation. Mm. So, and I frankly don't have a better answer than that. So arsehole, we want to put, I'm happy to go with arsehole? I want to go with arsehole. She said yes, Cardam. <laughs> Take the yes. Okay. I think we are shooting for a low score. Question two. Who was the first president of the Russian Federation following the fall of the Soviet Union? Who was the first president of the Russian Federation following the fall of the Soviet Union? So, end of the Soviet Union... Uh, what are we talking about there? That uh, that must be – is that Berlin come, wall comes yeah, down? Yeah, which was 89. So, I mean – So we're looking at like a Yeltsin-ish. Yeah, but was Gorby kind of still ah. in – like wasn't he presided over that transition? So would Gorbachev have been the first? Because I think you're right that Yeltsin was afterwards. Yeah. But so we're looking of, around that sort of area. Shall we turn to our brains trust? Yeah, I'm interested. I think this is one for Watson, Watson's not here. Sherlock Holmes 2000. Uh, have you had to spend any time solving crimes in Russia? I know that the the UK is uh, is a base of yours. Correct, Carlum. There was mysteries on every corner of the globe, from Antarctica oh, so to many corners. America. There is always a mystery afoot, and always a detective there to solve it. By the name of Sherlock Holmes, two thousand. <laughs> Yes, great. And so you're sort of zapped in, are you? How do you... you, you I know? get on a plane, Kylum, and oh, I okay. fly there. So we're still using planes. And I, Kylum, I'm not Sherlock Holmes 3000. We don't have <laughs> flying cars or teleports yet. No, it's just you and the Concorde. We use aeroplanes to traverse the globe. Yes. Whereas my predecessor would have used a boat like a nerd. <laughs> Yes, yes, boat, the nerdy plane, that's what they say. So, so I look out of the window of the plane when I'm flying to a different country and I look at the boats and I say, what a bunch of dickheads. <laughs> wow, you're mean. Correct, Carlum, because in the year 2000, swearing and being mean is cool. Do you reckon, like Gorbachev, the idea that he carries over isn't a bad one? It's 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 not a bad one in that I'm reasonably confident it's right. As opposed to asshole being the um, asshole, soft I'm, tissue. Look, sometimes the, you just got to have fun with Regardless it. of what the answer is in the paper, what is written down, <laughs> you cannot argue that the asshole is at the very back of the throat. Very, 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 very back. I'll put Gorbachev. Uh, I would like to go with Gorbachev. I'll lock in Gorbachev. Question number three. In Australian politics, what alliterative name is given to a pre-prepared question asked of a government minister by a backbencher of the same party? Do you watch Question Time, Jordan? I I don't watch Question Time, but I am a bit... Because that's another trope of living alone, if I'm honest. Well, I'm about to... Well, 
let me finish. <laughs> I do listen pretty much constantly to ABC News Radio. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. So, it does get worse. Yeah. So, <laughs> so. So, question time's a part of it. Yes. Depends well, on when I get in the car, Kyra. They have to fill the radio with news. Yes. So, you're taking question time, aren't oh, you? Oh, look, when we start talking about BBC World Service, then you can have a go, but that's also true. Um, I think I know this, but it's one of those things where I worry I'm going to have a brain fart on the exact name. Mm. So I'm very curious to hear what Sherlock Holmes Well, what what do you think let's start what do you think it is and then we'll go to Sherlock and see if Well, I know it's a, I know it's a DD yeah. and I know it's a Dorothy and I think it's I I see I wanted to say Dixon, but I think it's Dixer. I think it's I think it might be Dixer. Yeah. Dorothy Dixer. Okay, Sherlock Holmes 2000, have you solved the case of the Dorothy Dixer? I don't understand a question, Carter. The the curious case of the Dorothy Dixer. Ah, has she been murdered, Carter? <laughs> have you investigated the fact that it could have been her brother? Oh, goodness gracious Dick Christ. Dixer? Exactly. Dick Dixer <laughs> with his massive penis. <laughs> And this is the interesting crossover. A lot of Sherlock Holmes 2000s cases are sort of, you know, linked to your work as a there sexual educator. There are elements of a waticism, yes. Mm. But that's what you've got to do if you're in the year 2000 and you're trying to appeal to the youth of today. Was Dick Dixer one of your students? No, no, Carlum. He was one of my... Captures. One of your captures. Oh, so you keep them, do you? You know, I thought you referred to them to the police. Catch them in a net column and I put them in my house under the floorboards. You have a basement full of not a basement column. Sex criminals. Just, just, <laughs> just floorboards, column. They oh. fit beneath them. Oh, so they're f- lying flat under the floorboards, just exactly, looking up Carlin. through the gaps. Exactly. And I talk to them and I say, "How do you get girls to like you?" Mm. <laughs> but didn't so when you say self-educated, the educator, sex side is self-educated. Carlin. What you mean is you're asking sex criminals <laughs> through the floorboards and then passing that knowledge on to children. You said not the sex elements, Carlum. That I learned from the internet, mm-hmm. from altabista.com. How do you do a sex altabista? And it says first, the penis must be erect. If it is not, you must thumb it inside. <laughs> I was really looking forward to this podcast being released. <laughs> I'll put Dorothy Dixer. <laughs> Question number four. How many tentacles does an octopus have? Hang on. Hang on. Is this supposed to be a quiz? Yeah, I know. It sounds like a basic question. Sometimes I throw these basic questions in there just to be like, how basic do you think this is? Yeah, to make you doubt yourself. Mm. I've got the entire entertainment industry to help me doubt myself. I don't <laughs> need it to come from a question in the paper. I mean, your first answer would have to be eight, right? Yes. What could they possibly be otherwise? I'm disturbed that the answer to the last question had the word dick in it and mm. the answer, the question in this one's got a puss in it. True. And what's going to happen next True. when our Cindy McDonald does. was on a tear this week. <laughs> oh, a tear. Don't. You're making it worse. <laughs> well, look, I, I, I think I've got to go eight. But, look, mm. let's see how far we can we can push the editor of the podcast. Play. Seafood, Sherlock Holmes 2000. Do you eat a lot of seafood? I don't eat a lot of seafood, Carlum, as you would recall. 
I have a very interesting and intriguing drug problem, <laughs> which stops me from being hungry. That's right. You you take a lot of cocaine, I don't you? I'm addicted to crack, Kylum. <laughs> the old Sherlock Holmes was addicted to heroin. Boring. Yep. <laughs> the new Sherlock Holmes is updated for a new generation. Yeah. Sherlock Holmes 2000 is addicted to quack. And you must be quite accustomed to it because it hasn't sped you up in any way. <laughs> the tolerance is high. Yeah. Exactly, Kylam. I function very well on quack. Is this just crack cocaine, right? This is what we're talking about? Exactly, Kylam. I eat so much what crack. What makes cocaine crack? It has a quack in it. Okay, so it's just... It's like a normal cocaine, except it's broken. <laughs> and then when you eat it, it breaks inside of you and turns you into a drug fiend. Oh, mm. so intriguing. I'm going to put eight. <laughs> Do you put eight? I'm going to say eight. <laughs> okay, we'll put eight. Circle back to the crack cocaine later. Question number five. Which Australian state capital is called the City of Lights? And it's at this point. That I wonder to myself whether we've done this quiz before. <laughs> oh, well, I haven't. So, yeah, and, and I remember none of it. You didn't remember it. so Maybe think- not. Maybe it's just that I have heard this in a different quiz or something. But this particular question, I feel maybe like you, I've Maybe been asked, you read it in a crossword or something. Who knows? Which Australian ca- state capital is called the City of Lights? You've travelled around this nation extensively. I have a fair bit, like probably less than um, some. But I honestly don't think I know what the answer to this is. Oh, well, we can clearly we can cut out any territories because it says state. True. No enough about quizzes to pay attention to that True. shit. And there's also not enough lights in Darwin, I wouldn't have thought, or um, Canberra. Yeah. yeah to true. be called the City of Lights, if that's your predominant. No offence to Perth, but I feel like it's probably going to be on, on our side of the continent. I feel so too. Um, churches, that's Adelaide. Churches is Adelaide. I don't think, I live in Melbourne and I don't think I've ever heard it called the City of Lights. No, neither. I so mean, we're talking about like Bris Vegas or Sydney here, I, right? Correct. And I would think that... Oh, sorry, or Hobart. But, oh, shit, sorry, But Hobart, I guess yes. no. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, as I want to stress at this point, I was born in New South Wales, so don't come for me. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Sydney's probably got enough tickets on itself to go for a uh, moniker that I believe is actually for Paris. Yes, is that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I'd guess Sydney if I had to, but yeah. I'd be delighted if it was Brisbane. Okay, well, first option available, the first thing to be convinced out of is Sydney. Uh, Sherlock Holmes 2000 has. Has your travels taken you as far as the City of Lights? They have indeed, Kylam. The City of Lights, Paris, France, where I solved the murder of the mysterious dead French person. <laughs> that's a fa- yeah, that's the famous that's a famous one. So City of Lights you think is Paris. Exactly, Kylam. And Does when the- I was solving that mystery there, oh the quack I ate. <laughs> Is the crack good in Paris? French quack is the greatest of quacks. <laughs> mm. And are we talking about cocaine or butt cheeks? Because I know, because you obviously work in sex education as I'm well. I'm a bear gem, Kyle. Um, mm. I've not experienced the pleasures of the insides of any person. Ooh. Many animals, no person. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to put Sydney? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's wrong. <laughs> 
you somehow, for some reason, think Sydney is wrong. Are you happy to stick with Sydney? Or no, I'm sticking with Sydney in spite of the cracks in the argument. Okay, we'll put Sydney. Question six. In the 1955 Disney film Lady and the Tramp, what is the name of the Italian restaurant where the titular characters share a bowl of spaghetti? Seen Lady and the Tramp lately, no. Geraldine? No. I genuinely was hoping that was just going to be what dog breed is lady because I could have answered that. Oh. But I don't. What dog breed is lady? Uh, she's a cocker spaniel. Mm. When you see, yeah, see, once I said it, it's like, of course oh, she yeah, is. Oh, yeah, now I can see lady. But um, I genuinely don't have a clue. Have if- you seen Lady and the Tramp? I have, Callum. A very sexy movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you've been inside some animals, so... <laughs> What of it, Callum? <laughs> the question, Sherlock Holmes 2000, is in the 1955 Disney film Lady and the Tramp, what is the name of the Italian restaurant where the titular characters share a bowl of pasta? Well, Callum, I can tell you what now I know the answer. <gasps> Gasp! In spite of my quack addiction and my inability to eat most of the time, sometimes I do eat. And when I do eat, I eat at the highest regarded restaurants in all the world, mm-hmm. including this Italian restaurant that featured in the movie of Lady and a Tramp. And that restaurant is called La Porchetta. <laughs> do, do you want to put La Porchetta? <laughs> The most divine chicken nuggets and chips you'll ever eat. (laughs) So tempting. Um, It's really all the only option we have so far. Well, unless we guess a rando Italian name. Yeah. Ciao Italia. Or Giuseppe's or something like that. Oh, yeah. Racist. <laughs> Accurate, I think. I mean, it feels churlish of me to go headfirst into asshole question one and then deny La Porchetta yeah. in question one. I mean, it's, I think it's churlish for anyone to go headfirst into asshole. <laughs> at, least, at least without a, a polite greeting beforehand. Yeah. Um, I've, I've got a feeling it's going to be a name. Yeah. And I've got a feeling Giuseppe's isn't a bad guess, but I'm more than willing. To, to hang us out to dry. No, no, it's up to you. We'll go Giuseppe's. Let's put Giuseppe's. I mean, La Porchetta, that made me um, very happy to hear that mm. come out of Sherlock Holmes 2000s. Yeah. Mouth. No, we'll put Giuseppe's. Lock in Giuseppe's. Okay. Question number seven. The sum of the angles of a triangle always totals how many degrees? Oh, this is maths. This was, this is a double. This question came up last week in a different quiz. What? Oh, dear, Kyle. Saturday paper, repeating questions. Oh, dear, Kyle. It seems like your little radio program is coming off the whales. <laughs> Sounds like Sherlock Holmes 2000 has to solve the murder of the journalism. The and murder maths. of Kyle Wheaty's Wax Quizimo. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> What happened to this radio program? Well, this is interesting because now we get to compare the pair. Because last week, Charlie Lewin was able to deduce this with some live mathematics. And it seems like a learned professor such as yourself, Sherlock Holmes 2000, would be able to similarly figure this one out. It seems like he would, but will he? That is the question. Let's find out now. Well, Kylum, what I'm about to say is not going to be very funny, but it will be white. (laughs) Walk us through it. 
in a white triangle, there is a angle, a white angle. That's what it's named after. Yes. That is 90 degrees. <laughs> yes, indeed. If you add two white triangles together, you get a square. Yes. So it reasons that the half angles on each of them would also be half of 90 degrees because yes. a square has four angles of 90 degrees. Uh-huh, yes. Mm, curious. <laughs> Yes. If we cut those in half, that makes 45, 45 degrees for degrees. each of the other two angles of the three angles. Because a triangle means three angles mm-hmm. in the language of Latin. Yes. <laughs> if we add 90 yes. to 45 yes. and then another 45, <gasps> the number that we get is 15. <laughs> okay. So 15 is an option available to uh, Would you like to put 15 degrees or 180? Um, absolutely not 15. My no. mother's a primary school teacher and our relationship's oh. already strained. <laughs> I didn't go to primary school. I grew up You'd on the mean tell. streets of England. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, 180 degrees? 180. Actually, you got there in a very similar way to Charlie Lewin, Sherlock Holmes 2000. Charlie Lum can get fucked. <laughs> Question number eight. Identical twins Lisa and Jess Origliasso are better known as which pop duo? I believe it is pronounced Olsen. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the show. I've been watching the website counting down to them turning 18, Kylum. It's Olsen. Because you are Sherlock Holmes 2000. Exactly, Kylum. <laughs> uh, how do you go to pop? Jordan? Well, I, uh, good. Yeah. Um, generally speaking, I, and I, I definitely know the answer to this one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Trying to put the Veronicas. Yeah, the Veronicas. Uh, Kylum, two sisters cannot be called Veronica. <laughs> Why would they both be called Veronica? It would be confusing for their parents. <laughs> mm. Two questions left. Which golfer last month became the oldest major winner to date? After winning the PGA Championship. So this quiz is taken from June 5th, 2021. The question is, which golfer became the oldest major winner after winning the PGA Championship? Hang on, we're we're doing a a year-old quiz? Yes. Oh. Oh. Colin, when you say 2021. Yes. How does this work? (laughs) It's the future. Okay, so 2021. So you've been updated ah, for 2000. Yeah. And as established last time, we we're actually a whole generation on beyond 2000 now. And so it's, yeah, it's 2022. So which golfer in June 2021 became the oldest major winner to date after winning it? Do you follow the golf? Well, I don't know if you noticed a whooshing sound when you were reading that question, but that was my brain leaving the room when mm. I realised the question was about sport. Oh, yes. it was a golf ball flying oh. through the womb. Yeah. <laughs> to answer the question? Struck by Greg Norman. <gasps> There's one. Shark. There's one. That's a golfer. There's a golfer. And at this point, we probably are just trying to name a golfer. Unless Sherlock Holmes 2000, do you follow the golf or any sport indeed? Another good golfer that I have seen on the course as I solve mysteries around the murdered golf ma'am. <laughs> murdered was, golf ma'am? Was the or ma'am. 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 No, ma'am, Kylam. Ma'am? Ma'am. Exactly, Kylem. ma'am. A woman. No, Kylem. A ma'am. A ma'am with a penis. <laughs> so, do you know any golfers? Yes, I do, Kylem. Do you know this golfer? 
Yes, I do, Callum. What is the name of the golfer which became the oldest major winner to date in June 2021 after winning the PGA Championship? He's very cool. He's very funny, Callum. He does a segment on the AFL footy show called Street Talk, and his name is Sam Newman. <laughs> what a funny character. Every time I think you actually know the answer. Sam Newman is an option available to you, or indeed Greg Norman. Another man I saw on the course is Mick Malloy. Very good at doing radio with his partner, Tommy Martin. Or Mick Malloy. I've got a conscientious objection to Sam Newman. To even mentioning him? Me too. Yeah. I've, in fact, I'm going to have to do some penance for mentioning him just now. It's possible this will be edited out, so don't worry about anything you're about to say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to say any more, but... Um, <clears throat> what a funny man. Finding people on the street and saying, hey, what do you think about the footy? And they say, tell you what, Sammy, I think it's great. <laughs> Do you want to put Greg Norman? What a I mean, life. what else can we do, really? I'm, yeah, I don't think it's right. Mm, me neither. I feel like there's going to be someone with a name like, I don't know, Steve Allen or something, but I think that's a snooker player. I'll throw <laughs> one more name into the mix. Please. Okay. And this is the correct one. Is it <laughs> Mary Kate Olsen? Now, there's been some incorrect answers, but this one is a real ripper. <laughs> Who have you got for us? The answer is Golf Whitlam. <laughs> do you want to put Golf Whitlam? Yes. Yes, I do. I want it. Okay, the clue golf. is in the name. Whitlam. Question 10. Final question. What did Jack trade the family cow for in the fairy tale Jack and the Beanstalk? Oh, they really thought we were dumb in 2021. Yeah. <laughs> and it guy, was a difficult time, wasn't it? <laughs> they thought they'd better take it easy on yeah. us. We're going June through. 20th as well. Or was this just before the lock, the big lockdown in Melbourne? Well, June it 20th. Was, it was my birthday. At the, my birthday is the start of June. Yep. So I was about to go out for my birthday and we got locked down again. Charlie, what is this lockdown you speak of? <laughs> no, please. We don't have the time. But what time. did Jack trade the family cow for in the fairy tale Jack and the Beanstalk? Oh, my God. Well, it's interestingly enough, my family nickname, which is Bean. Oh. But in the plural. It, well, it's beans, isn't it? Beans or magic beans. Mm. Yeah, what indeed. a dickhead. <laughs> I'll put magic beans. That's ten questions. How do you feel you did? I'm poorly. You reckon? <laughs> yes. One thousand points. Well, with that question, devastatingly, I realise that we absolutely definitely have done this quiz at some point. Oh, who cares? It's worth it for golf with them. Yeah. <laughs> People are gonna turn off the radio, Carlin. Well, gonna say, I heard this before. Well, I do Fuck this you, and I didn't Carlin. remember. I, there's absolutely no way anyone listening's going to remember, except for you if you do. But what it does arise to, mm-hmm. if that's a way of saying that sentence, is we can have a direct comparison. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. And perhaps this, perhaps this explains the difference between two members of a brain trust and one member of a brain trust. That's definitely the only thing that will explain any disparity. Absolutely. Although, as I explained at the start, Kylam, I have a brain the size of 15 mem. That's true, and you contributed to many answers, Not including... Not 15 mems brains, Callum. 15 mems. 
You have contributed to a lot of questions, including this one. What beginning with A refers to the mass of soft lymphoid tissue at the back of the throat behind the nose? You said asshole, but correct. it was adenoids. Correct. Also oh. correct. Both of them are correct answers, and so both of them earn a point. Okay, the so fact that we didn't yourself. say adenoids means that we get one point. <laughs> so Sherlock will Moving be scoring. on, Callum. <laughs> One point. This is how Sherlock got to 2000. Who was the first president of the Russian Federation following the fall of the Soviet Union? You said Gorbachev, but it was Boris Yeltsin. Balls! And now we're on two points. Dorothy Dixer is the alliterative name that's given to pre-prepared questions asked of a government minister by a backbench of the same party. Seven points. So there's a point there. Octopuses have eight tentacles. You said eight. We're on two. Thank God. 200, Callum. <laughs> The Australian state capital that's referred to as the City of Lights is Perth. Oh, oh. I'm so sorry, Western Interesting. Australians. I never would have picked that one, Callum. No, I'm from Perth and had absolutely no idea. Oh, gosh. In 1955, Lady in the Tramp dined at Tony's. Tony's. Uh, Not Giuseppe's. Italian name. Or La Pachetta. La Pachetta. <laughs> Every triangle, as we learnt last week and earlier. This is now the third time this question's been asked. <laughs> How appropriate. Three times. One for each side. Yes, it's the triangle question and it's 180 degrees. You're on three. The identical twins, Lisa and Jess Origliasso, are better known as the Veronicas. Taking Incorrect. You to four. Which golfer last month became the oldest major winner to date after winning the PGA Championships back in June 2021? You said golf Whitlam. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. The answer was Phil Mickelson. Ah, uh, who's he? <laughs> Not a no. real person, Callum. And Jack traded magic beans for the family cow in the fairytale Jack and the Beanstalk, giving you one, two, three, four, five out of ten. Five out of ten. I told you it was going to be a 50-50 balance. Exactly. Between knowledge and my incredible depression. Um, <laughs> five out of ten is actually pretty good for this show. Is it? Yeah, genuinely above average. Oh, wow. If Look, only I- you had have listened to me a bit more, uh, maybe it could have been 15 out of ten. Could have been. Maths has been your strong suit so far. Sherlock Holmes 2000, thank you so much for being here. Not a problem, Callum. All in a day's work for Sherlock Holmes 2000. Please say hello to Watson for us. I will indeed, Callum, if I can ever find him. Maybe I'll end up saying, hello, Watson's corpse. Sorry, 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 I'm late. Sorry, guys. Uh, what's he said? Oh, Watson. Hi, how you doing? Uh, oh, my God. Thank you God. so much for coming. Yeah, you've hey. just Actually, you've just missed the quiz. Oh, God. Okay. Um, anyway, I, I, are you in charge of Sherlock Holmes two thousand? I yeah. I'm sorry. You're quite a long leash you give him there. Yeah. Come on, Darren. We need to get back home. <laughs> come on, mate. Yeah. <laughs> ah yes. What's up, my old adversary and friend? Uh, this, Callum, is Dr. Watson. Yes, uh, Watson's just explained. So, thank Anyway, so anyway, we've got to let you go, Sherlock Holmes, back to the home. So, thank you so much back for being- Back to my home, Callum. In yeah. England. Yeah, your home. Where um, I live. Before we go, I just want to say, as somebody who has three N's in their name, I'd really like to hear Sherlock Holmes 2000 say my full name. Yeah. Geraldine Quinn. I know your name, Geraldine. <laughs> Say my, say my last name, please. Quim. Yes! Geraldine Quim. That's going to be my ringtone. Callum Wheaty and Sherlock Holmes 2000. Solving the quiz without the worthless Dr. Watson. 
Yeah, sorry, I know. Darren, sorry, Watson, I know you've got to go. Need to come yeah, on, I know. Sorry, we're trying stop. to wrap it up. I'm, I'm, I'm very sorry, have Sherlock. You, what have you've you, got to go. Have you given him? Have you given him lemonade? No, he's just, apparently he has crack every day. Um, he doesn't have. We'll let you take him. We'll take him. Who's who's some of have his you friends? Had sugar? Have you? I haven't had any sugar today, Doctor Watson. Although I'm sure you wouldn't like me to have any of that delicious crack. It's fucking whiz fizz. Oh, you do have friends back at the home, do you, Watson? What? Any in particular? Sorry, I was off busy doing some crack. What are you talking about here? <laughs> We're just subtly trying to get to name the person who's playing you. This is making it very, very sad now. The character was quite interesting and fun, but yeah. this has made it sad. Yeah. Who do you like to play with back at the home, Sherlock? Your home, I mean, England. I play with... Many people, Callum. Many murder victims and criminals. Although I wouldn't call it playing per se, I would perhaps call it crime solving. Mm. Well, thank you for being here, Sherlock. Not a problem, Callum. As I said before, all in a day's work for Sherlock. Ho- Seriously, we have to go. Yeah. Sherlock Holmes, two thousand. Sorry, Watson. Uh, and Geraldine Quim, th- congratulations on five out of ten. Thanks. Thank you. It's a great achievement. Uh, no, you've got a show at Comedy Republic. Yeah. In I, the room that we're in right now. Yeah, I know. I've never, I've done a spot here before, but I, I've, I've never done a show here, so I'm really excited. My mm. show, Broad, B-R-O-A-D, is on, and that was my, um, it's a little remount of my comedy festival show this year. Which was nominated for Best Show? It was, it was, but some skinny ginger <laughs> bloody one. <laughs> no, uh, yes, I was nominated alongside an amazing bunch of people, and quite a few of them have got shows in the Replay Festival. They including do. Including me, yeah. Uh, au is where you can go and uh, see that. Ah, that's on the internet, Callum. Yeah, you know the internet. I've used it many times. <laughs> in fact, I used it in the solving of my crime, www.crime.com. Sherlock Holmes 2000. You can take him now, Watson. We're done. That's it for Wax Quizzical this week. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.